Hey everybody, Eduardo Jackson, creator and CEO of Cinema Draft. Back at you again this Friday morning, shortly after we have locked our contest for the weekend. And I'm really excited. We had 26% growth in entries this week. And so hopefully that'll bring some more diversity of strategy. So let's take a look and preview some of these some of these call sheets and see what strategies might be at play uh, in advance of getting numbers for this weekend. So when you come into the lobby, it'll look some, a little blank. Uh, click on live to see the contest in progress. And since this is the big money one, um, all these games are free to play, of course. Since this is the big money one, the feature presentation, let's take a look and see what's going on in here. And unlike last week where we had I believe 17 players and about four or five of them were either uh, family or employees. This time we only have three family slash employees. And so this guarantees that for a change, there will be people who are not in the money. Uh, 12 spots get paid from $80 down to a buck 25. And which means that 18 people are eligible to win money and only 12 will. So let's see what contests, or let's see what call sheets will be winning people money. Uh, so you click on show ranking to take a look at, at the player pool and scroll down to see the different type of people. We got a lot of newcomers this week. I'm really excited to see the new strategies from newcomers, see what kind of expertise and perspective they bring. Uh, let's take a look at our, at last week's champion. The first Feature presentation champion in the history of Cinema Draft, Jay Devlin, defending champion. Uh, thanks again for the shout out on your podcast, Jay. He has a, a podcast called Mostly Sports, which uh, air, which I think tapes every Tuesday night or every other Tuesday night on the Urban Broadcast Network. I think um, gives a nice shout out on there at at uh, forty eight minutes and forty seconds. We really appreciate that. So his call sheet <clears throat> looks like uh, I think it's fairly. It's somewhat balanced as far as uh, salary distribution to an extent. I mean, he does concentrate uh, on the high end. He gets, you know, he maxes out pretty much the most you can get on the girl on the train. You can't get four the girl on the trains because I've tried. I think at worst you'll be either a release type short <clears throat> or three hundred dollars over. So he so he gets, you know, three the girl on the trains, Emily Haley. And uh, Mauricio Ovale, okay. <clears throat> uh, actually, I'm looking forward to seeing that tomorrow morning. Uh, he also got the Dressmaker, which is in its second week of release. Looks like 174 screens. So if it does even like a million dollars, it's going to be 10 points right there with the, with the 10 point bonus. Let's go back to his call sheet, uh, or with the with uh, one point for every hundred thousand dollars in in box office gross at the platform level. Don't breathe. Seem to be uh, looks like he just punted the limited release type slot right here because don't breathe is probably in what its eighth week or something. It's been out for a while, uh, but he did get himself a headliner, which is which is smart. So you're gonna, he's going to maximize his his puntage. And has a hundred dollars left over in his budget, and it looks like also he's betting on middle school, the worst years of my life, being a family-friendly entry <clears throat> in a fairly sluggish family-centric uh, market right now. Let's take a look at another call. Well, let's take a look at my call sheet. Let's see. Let's talk about my strategy real quick. 
So I went, I, I, I uh, did a headliner, I did a headliner stack of The Girl on the Train, because that's by far and away going to be the most popular movie this weekend by most tracking and projection. And also just open your eyes. You've seen all the, the ads and stuff. It looks like it's going to be pretty popular. I'm betting big on Miss Peregrine's Home for the Peculiar Children repeating some of its success, even at a 50% drop from last weekend's $28.8 million opening. You're still looking at 14, 15 million, which should be good enough to get me you know, some, some good points. And I made sure I got the headliner bonuses on that as well. So for 40% extra, uh, got the, did a headliner stack of the dressmaker, did a headliner stack of age of shadows. Cause at this point I'm just trying to fill slots and I'm pretty much punting, you know, the entire platform uh, release category, and as well as the dressmaker, which would have been nice to have gotten a headline in the dressmaker, but I just couldn't afford it because I went with the Queen of Cotway, the difference maker from last week, uh, the movie that put Jay Devlin 0.6 points ahead of Fredo for first and 80 American dollars. So basically, my strategy is what in, in a daily fantasy sports we call stars and scrubs, where my stars here would be the girl on the train and Miss Peregrine's. And instead of doing a third girl on the train, I wagered that that I could get a little more bang for my buck if I did two Miss Peregrine's, which you pretty, couldn't, pretty much couldn't do if you did a third girl on the train. And I'd have them at headliner uh, status. So hopefully the bonus the bonus money, the bonus points will make up for not doing a third girl on the train. That That's what I'm wagering. So the stars in this case and the stars of Scrub Strategy are Ava Green, Asa Butterfield, and Emily Blunt, Haley Bennett from their two big movies. And then just pretty much filling in, you know, min price or close to min, min, min price on the rest of the call sheet. <clears throat> Let's also take a look at uh, the runner-ups call sheet, Fredo. Big shouts to my boy, Peter. Uh, it looks like he went with a, a fairly balanced attack. It looks like he's got he's got his headliner stack of Girl on the Train. He's got a headliner stack of Deepwater Horizon, which would be very interesting to see how it performs this weekend because it did okay last weekend, about $20 million, But if it does a 40 or 50% drop, it's going to be hurting to, to make up that difference. Uh, he also did... Storks, which could be smart, it might because animated movies, uh, depending on word of mouth, tend to hold pretty well for about five or six weeks. Uh, Masterminds is a curious entry. It didn't do that much last weekend. I think it was only six or seven million. Um, we were interested to see how this plays out for Fredo. And then he gets himself a headliner from the dressmaker. And then he's, he's rolling with Don't Breathe again. That might actually be just the punt option to make sure he gets his limited release type mandatory required actor because he it was actually him choosing uh, Jane Levy and Don't Breathe last weekend and Jay Devlin choosing Lupita Nyong'o in The Queen of Cotway, which was the difference maker, which is the $30 difference, why he got second for 50 versus Jay Devlin's 80 for first. So we'll see how this strategy plays out. You know, I'm pretty curious. And let's take a look at one more call sheet. Let's do someone who's new around here. Um, well, actually, you know, let's, we're going to do two. I want to. I'm always curious to see how Jaybird does because Jaybird, as people who have been following the podcast for a while know, has terrorized uh, me during the initial testing of the game when we were just in a Google spreadsheet form. He won all four seasons. We had 
two eight-week and two ten-week-long seasons, and he just terrorized all four seasons. Won the championship belt, had to mail it to to, to Canada, which was really humiliating and annoying. And uh, <laughs> good, good job for you, Jay Bird. Let, uh, looking to see how you rebound in this in the second week. I, I believe he came in in fifth last week in his first week of real money play. Uh, so he did. He 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 maxed out on Girl on the Train. He did a four pack of MS Dhoni, um, which is which actually looks like it's in platform release, so it's still a small film, um, affordably priced. And then one Deepwater Horizon, Kate Hudson headliner status. Uh, looks like he punted here on the dressmaker just to fill a slot. And then Jane Levy, Don't Breathe, looks like another punt to he punted this uh, limited release type slot. Uh, and left no money left. It had zero money left over. So he he maxed maximizes budget, got all ten actors in, punted a few a couple of slots right here. But has a very this is also is a is a fairly stars and scrubsy strategy with four actors who are priced ten k and up, and then the rest you know no more than looks like sixty seven hundred. So good luck to you, Jaybird, this weekend. Looking forward to see what you come up with. And we're going to do someone new to the environment. Let's do Air Bud. My boy, Misha Noctegal, my, my brother in arms for Chick-fil-A. Going back to our Upworthy days. Um, so let's see what he was thinking. So it looks like so he, went, so he, did, he did Birth of a Nation headlining with uh, Nate Parker. Uh, and actually, I saw Birth of a Nation last night. The Birth of a Nation, excuse me. I uh, went to like a 10:30 showing or what have you, and there's only three people in the theater. I mean, really powerful, strong film, but I don't know if it's going to have the box office returns we're hoping for. Um, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, I, I really I, well, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. It's a movie to be endured, not enjoyed. But um, it's it's a powerful film. Uh, it probably will have some legs and it'll carry out throughout Oscar season. But as far as like a box office smash, you know, sla slavery movies are really kind of you know hard to hard hard to judge at times. Uh, so the Birth of the Nation, that Nate Parker, American Honey. Now I'm very curious about this movie. I, I've seen the trailer. I'm fascinated by this movie. Let me see how many screens. It's only on 25 screens, so it's in super duper small release. But I believe it had. I believe it had 25%. Oh, let's go back to uh, Air Bud. I believe it had like a, not 25%. It had a $17,000 per screen average, I think, or or no, $17,000 gross on four screens last weekend. So for like a six or seven thousand dollar average, I believe. So very curious to see how this does. You know, if if it cracks, you know, two or three hundred thousand. I mean, you know, there's a few points there. He's got him at a headliner, so that'll be a 40% bonus. Uh, masterminds probably not the strongest of the wide release picks, but you're new here, Misha, so you know we'll, we'll cut you some slack. Queen of Cotway, I think, is probably the best bet you can do in the limited release category. The limited release category this week is a bit of a dumpster fire. Not much um, to choose from that's got like legs that'll get you a lot of points. Uh, Age of Shadows, foreign film, only on 33 screens, I believe. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, so yeah, so it looks like he he kind of went big on on the Birth of a Nation with uh, Army Hammer. Uh, so he's got his headliner stack of the Birth of a Nation, and then also uh, adding Gabrielle Union. So so Misha or sorry Air Bud, 
didn't mean to out you there, Misha. <laughs> I guess I did it again. But Air Bud uh, is going heavy on the on the birth of a nation, slightly fading the girl on the train. He's got his Emily Blunt. I mean, you can't you can't miss the girl on the train this weekend. If you do, you're you're just playing this wrong. Um, interesting. He picked up middle school worst years of my life that might come under the radar to surprise some folks with like you know eleven or twelve million. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out versus what the tracking says. And then the dressmaker. Uh, he made sure to get one of my longtime favorites, Kate Winslet. Love you. Loved her since Titanic, man. She's she's an amazing actress. Um, <clears throat> he uh, got Kate Winslet and the dressmaker to fill out the rest of his call sheet. Six hundred under budget, not bad. Good start, uh, Air Bud. Be very interested to see how you fare this weekend. And that will conclude our micropod as we went over the weekend preview doing a review of some of our call sheets. Thanks for everyone who's playing. Thanks for everyone who's thinking about playing and who are subscribing to or, or listening to the podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our social media handles, everywhere from Facebook through iTunes at the iTunes store, where you can check us out and see all of our other podcasts with, of entertainment and strategy. Thanks for listening and talk to you guys next time.